all doing it's january 27th 2020 so clear today so clear <laughs> oh man what a couple of days huh kobe bryant died in a helicopter crash and, you know my condolences to his family and friends yeah my first thought though is i you know, I didn't have the same reaction as some people. Some people are care, some people don't, some people think it happened to them. And I try to equate it to the same... When Robin Williams died, I was a little touched because I liked Robin Williams a lot. I loved his comedy, I loved how he could perform. You know, it was good. So I can get, I get that. Like, if you're a sports fan and you like basketball, you get Kobe Bryant was cool, but... You know, I don't know. I feel... You know, his daughter was with him. I wait a couple days, though, for the report to come out. I don't try to react right away. I mean, it's, you know, rest in peace. But other than that, it's like there's all the information comes out. It's always there's four people, then there's nine. It's like just just wait a couple days and see what happens. And, you know, but in all honesty, I, I didn't even really know what Kobe Bryant looked like. And people are like, oh, my God. How do you not know what Kobe Bryant looked like? Like, well, I mean, you know, have you ever been to India? They don't know what Kobe Bryant looks like. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, I realize as big as the world is, people keep their worlds incredibly small uh, to the point where everybody assumes because they're like super famous here that they're famous across the world. And that's not the case all the time. You know, it's not the case. Uh I'm not saying Kobe Bryant might be an exception. He's a pretty well-known basketball player, but you know, not not everybody's recognized, man. You know, it's just how it is. You go to a third-world country, nobody knows who the fuck Kobe Bryant is. <laughs> I go to another town, nobody knows who I am. I mean, what I'm trying to say is like, as many people who think you know, like, oh my god. I used to, I used to, when I was younger, I used to get so shocked and couldn't be believe that some people didn't know the things I knew. But you know what that is? Ego. You know what I mean? How do you not know how to change a tire? Are you stupid? <laughs> so, I don't know. It's, it's pretty tragic, man. See, this is, you know, when I see shit like this happen, especially when it's a big celebrity because, you know, all they reported on was Kobe Bryant, not the other people that died, but that's not a big deal. You know, all those other people on that fucking helicopter, fuck them. <laughs> God, you know, that's all they care. Oh, and then this daughter, and then that, that was, came later, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, people died, man, and all you care about is that guy. Nobody makes a big stink, because, you know, want to know why people make a big stink about that? Because somebody's pocket's getting lighter. That's right. I said it. I know. I shouldn't. You shouldn't say that, man. He just died. No, I'm. I'm sorry for him and his family. That's fucking. That's fucking terrible, dude. I lost a cousin in a head-on car crash when she was 16. So trust me, you never know, man. But again, this reminds me that when you, when you think you you have t- 
time or you know you'll just you know you'll get around to it someday you don't know that folks you know i for me i've accepted the fact that i'm gonna die so i just live every day like i don't care about dumb shit that people tell me i'm supposed to care about because i don't you know and i you never know you could be gone tomorrow I bet Kobe going up in that thing didn't think anything of it. Now he's gone. Point is, I look at stuff a little bit differently is what I'm trying to say. And uh, also, you know, that's why I don't, I don't, I don't take for granted people who want to spend time with me or family or any of that. Because, you know, they're, uh, you know, you're not going to be here forever. I know, it seems kind of morbid and depressing, but hey, to move on to something even more morbid and depressing, the coronavirus. <laughs> Here we go with another thing that's just designed to scare the shit out of everybody. You know, if they can't scare you into a war, they'll scare you into thinking you're going to get sick and die. You know, there's a, there is a part of me that's kind of like, eh, just let it go. <laughs> just, let, just let it go. Burn out the dead wood, we'll be fine. Because, again, you're going to die one day anyway, whether it's from some horrible virus, a plane crash, or the ripe old age of 90. It's going to happen, guys. So stop pretending like it's not going to, you know. And, again, I don't think anybody really wants to be, you know, die from some horrible disease or cancer. I I get that. It's not a – you don't want to go – everybody wants the perfect way. Not everybody. I should say just the Western – mentality of you know the american way they want to go peacefully in their sleep you know it's the american dream part of it at least you know other parts of the world you just have to study certain cultures they believe all kinds of shit uh you know some people want to die with honor some people want to die in battle some people uh can't fathom dying you know and it's a weird it's a subject it's weird to talk about you know But it's one of those things that, ah, no matter what you do in life, it's coming for everybody. Don't care what race you are. Doesn't care if you're a boy, girl, or an it. Uh, It's coming. So there you go. So when you when you think see for me when when I think about it like that, it makes the problems that most people complain about just look at them like you're so fucking just dumb. <clears throat> be grateful for what you got. Don't take shit for granted. Your life's going to be pretty good. If you can do that, you'll be all right, you know? Spend time with family, friends. Just enjoy your life, you know? Enjoy it. Things have never been better. It's never been easier in the history of mankind. And we have it so good, but yet so many people are, quote, sick in the mind, mental illness. It's thrown around and it pisses me off sometimes. I don't like hearing it. It's just watered down nonsense. That's programmed in making you think you want to believe it, but it's not true, folks. And I'm coming from a point of view where I, in my life, I used to have uh, anxiety as a kid. You know, I used to get so excited that I'd be like, have a freaking anxiety attack before we go somewhere. And my parents just let me ride it out to the point of where I knew what depression felt like. You know, life's so good, but why do you want to kill yourself? It's like, uh, probably because we don't, we're, we're not really giving into our nature, man. 
and you know, uh, 401ks and all that kind of shit aren't exactly what we're supposed to be doing. What are we supposed to be doing, Matt, if you just know so much? Not that. You know? Be in the now. Be grateful. Don't take things for granted. Life's pretty simple. But it's also really amazing. It's beautiful if you think about it, you know? Every single person who's ever been born is a miracle. You know, the chances of you being born were astronomical. You were the lucky sperm that got through to the egg, right? Out of all those millions of sperm you got through, I got through. Isn't that fucking crazy to think of it like that? You know, if you think of it like that, then we're all beautiful. We're all a miracle. We are all one with the universe, the cosmos, God, all that stuff. But if I look at people through the eyes of disdain, then I have no compassion for my fellow humans. No. It's like now I look at Kobe Bryant, he was a person born. You know, now he rest in peace. You know? And same with his daughter. It's tragic. Thirteen, you barely knew what life was like. But at the same time, where we're headed anyway, might be better off dead. <laughs> what do you mean, Matt? I'm like, well, what they want, you know, this whole not enough entitled thing, it's just very, it's depressing when you think, if you look at this world for what they push on you in the fear tactics, you know, here's this coronavirus, right? Oh, look out. You know, yeah, fine. It's probably legit, right? Corona, that's so funny. Who would have thought Mexico would have taken us out? <laughs> Ah, it's a joke. Relax, people. No, but uh, there's always something, right? Ebola. A hundred people die, and they're like, well, that's a lot of people. I'm like, not really. There's more people that die every 30 seconds than that fucking virus is killing. So, it ain't ain't quick enough. (laughs) You know? A lot of the world's problems can be solved by a lot of us just dying. And if that includes me, you know, then so be it. I'm good. Played my part. Why are you so fucking morbid, Matt? I'm like, well, it says the thing. I I look at uh, the beauty in things, but at the same time, I go, eh. The, the powers that be don't want that, and I can't quite figure out what it is, because it's not money. Because money's not real, folks. It's not. It's imaginary. Ever since the Federal Reserve came along, I mean, it's not real. It's, uh, it's not, those are just zeros and numbers on paper in a computer system, if you will. Take that computer system away, you really got nothing. It's not nothing tangible. Just something we agree on to, uh, you know, have an economy or whatever the hell that is. It's pretty funny, isn't it? Ah. Uh, but death is inevitable, right? <clears throat> For all of us. And you don't think about it when you're young. Like, I didn't think about it, like, when I was in my 20s. I was a fucking... I was a maniac, chasing women, getting drunk a lot. I was a fucking, just a maniac in my 20s. Just wanted to jam, have a good time, hang out, be social with people. And uh, that was life, man. I I loved it. You know? And then the older you get, you're like, well, that's not cutting it anymore. (laughs) <clears throat> the old uh, organs don't work as well as they used to, Mr. Alcohol, thank you. But then you quit that, and you're like, oh man, life's here now. And you, you find a new way to uh, deal with it, and you realize it's a lot, it's more beautiful than you thought. 
right? Even though you saw the beauty, but like you couldn't, now you really see it. But at the same time, you see all the just, oh God, ignorance and stupidity. But again, it all depends on what I'm focusing on. If I focus on beauty, man, and, and individuals, people and everything, it's wonderful. Like again, like I said earlier, if you think about how how much of a miracle we are because that we were even born is so fucking crazy. Yeah, one sperm, one egg, you. I'm talking right now, I was the sperm that met the egg. <laughs> I know that's a weird way to put it. It's not very uh, uh, poetic or anything like that, but it is what it is, right? Sometimes I can, my words can flow and be awesome. The, the rest of the time, I just, I just am direct with you know, modern day language. So, <clears throat> I'm a little tired, felt like doing a podcast, here we are, Reflections on Death. I don't know, there's also a part of me that's like, you know, America always has this way of telling you repeatedly who you should be looking up to in this world, right? The celebrities, which, you know, when I was younger, man, I thought being rich and famous was the way to go, and then you realize these are just people too. And they just throw them up on these pedestals. None of them know what the fuck they're talking about. Like, just stick to what you were good at. Stick to your acting. Stick to making movies. You know, stick to doing comedy. You know, you're good at that. Shut your fucking mouth. <clears throat> you know what I mean? It, it's, uh, you know, you don't know... Zen Buddhism because you did three yoga classes and you should sh shut up, you know. I have learned one thing in my life that no matter who you are, whether you're a rich and famous celebrity person or you're just your next door neighbor, Joe, you can learn a lot from people by what they actually consistently give their time to throughout their day and lives. And I have learned more from people who aren't famous really on any level other than like a local level and have taught me more about things than any goddamn celebrity ever did for me. You know, people that actually had real interaction in my life. I think most people get that, you know, unless you're like just some fucking delusional dreamer person going like, oh my God, Beyonce is my savior. No, you don't want to idolize people. You know, you admire people, you can admire people have mentors and stuff and, and just appreciate the work they do and their character and stuff like that. But, you know, even if you, that person like was in your life, it, it <clears throat> they're not going to like help you, you know, it's like something you have to take control of, of your own life is you have to embrace your actions and words right and then if you want to live that way you have to demonstrate it by example you can't just memorize the answers to the test and then tell everybody the answer you have to fucking live it and i think most people know who bullshitters are there are, there are some who are just dumb you know they follow um some wizard up on the stage you know talking shit the joel osteens you know fucking kanye was talking about jesus and joel osteens thing like that's not a if that's not glaringly obvious uh, on what, you know, how ridiculous that is, then you're fucking, you deserve your pigeon nest. <laughs> oh, man. You know, it sounds like I'm in a bad mood, but I'm not. I'm really in a good mood. Um, and I'm just, I just don't see things 
the way people when they react see like they expect you to react a certain way and i i remember doing a video about this a long time ago like i don't like when celebrities die like i don't care you know like they never were in my life directly like i admire a lot of people's work i admire what they say you know i mean <clears throat> You know, there's a lot of uh, people I've discovered, you know, by reading their books and stuff like that, that are helping me become a better person, and I owe it more to these people, and they're fucking dead already, like, they're not even alive anymore. They were alive fucking 50, 60 years ago, and now they're dead, and those people have more of an impact on my life than my my contemporaries, you know, or these people, sorry, the people that are alive today. In other words, nobody in sports... uh, has an influence in my life, you know? It's like, uh, I remember when I was a kid, Michael Jordan and, you know, the the Chicago Bulls were the fucking unstoppable in the 90s. And then ever since then, uh, nothing as dominant as them uh, ever. And it seems like it was interesting back then. It almost seems like people were playing a game rather than just collecting a paycheck. But, you know, what do I know? You know, I don't get paid $20 million to throw a ball down a court. Yeah, I don't even get... <laughs> you know, oh, man, it's so hard. No, I, I can't shoot a fucking basket to save my life. I'm not saying that. I'm uh, just saying, like, uh, quite a lot of money to do that, though. You got to ask yourself, why is it so much money? You know, when the people that uh, influenced me a lot that are dead uh, didn't weren't really rich. They were all right for the time, I guess, but the fuck are you talking about? I don't even know. I just felt like rambling tonight. That's why it's fucking Yaga rambles, dude. You know what I mean? And uh, I just, I didn't have the same reaction when Kobe Bryant died. Like, I honest, I'm, I'm being honest. I really didn't even know what he looked like. Like, I had an idea, and then I saw it. I go, ah, it wasn't what I was thinking. <laughs> like, that's how much I don't know. Like, I know the name, but you don't know the person. It's like, people, you'd be surprised. I was, uh, what was it? Like, I, I've always loved, you know, I... You guys know I love metal bands and fucking... I was watching this interview from Jim Root from Slipknot. And he was saying how he met Sting once in passing. And Sting's like, oh. He's like, well, you play in a band? He's like, yeah, I play for Slipknot. And Sting's like, oh, I've heard of your band. And you know that Sting never listened to one fucking Slipknot song, but he knows the name. It's like that with me with Kobe Bryant. You know, it's like I've never seen him play a fucking game, but I know the name. Sting, Slipknot, same thing. Right? Sting knows Slipknot exists, but he doesn't give a fuck and he's not going to go throw on one of their CDs. You know what I mean? But he respects them as fellow musicians, right? I'm not an athlete, but I respect the fact that, you know, there's this pretty famous fellow who played basketball, but at the same time, I it doesn't affect my life at all <laughs> that he's gone. Other than put in the perspective that I understand the people that he did touch, like family and friends and teammates and stuff like that, that they're fucking torn up. And that sucks when you lose a, someone close to you, man. And I've, I've lost a lot of people in the last just couple of years. I've been to more funerals in the last couple of years and memorials than fucking the last, probably my whole life. You know, you start to get to a point where you start laying your friends and family to rest. And you just go, and I'm still here. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm only 35. It's like, uh, that's going to happen. But, you know, it's just, like I said, it puts 
it makes me not take for granted every single day. And if I look at the days being like, oh, I wasted today. I take that fucking entitled attitude that a lot of people have. And I've, been, I've, had, the, I've had this attitude. This is why I'm talking about it. Because I, I just, I, I really practice every day to be grateful for everything that I have and who is in my life and the time I haven't given today. Because, you know, there was a time I didn't think I was going to be here like five years ago, you know? And, uh, you know, so I am, yeah, it's like I'm sorry to hear about Kobe Bryant. I'm just saying at the same time, I don't care. <laughs> because I'm, he's not directly in my life. You, think about that. Think about all the billions of people on this planet. You know nobody. I've got a thousand followers on Twitter. You know nobody. Right? You know a very small fraction of a... So small of human existence that the amount of people that you actually do get to know uh, throughout your life is special, is what I'm trying to say. I've got my family, I've got my core group of friends who I've known for 20, 30 years, and, uh, you know, a lot of uh, very valuable acquaintances, and then other than that, like, you really don't know a lot of people. Like, I I love talking to people one-on-one and getting to know them and just seeing how, where they come from, like, what's their, you know, what's their spark, like, I'm sure if I would ever sat down with Kobe Bryant, if I ever had the privilege and just talked to him like another human to human, I bet I would have loved the guy. You know, we probably would have had some laughs. We probably would have found some similarities, you know what I mean? I couldn't do that because, yeah, again, I don't watch sports, I don't care. But at the same time, when I look at things from the human level, then I can relate, you know, and then we can start to have a good time and... But you just don't really know people. Oh, I've got hundreds of friends. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't. You got like five. And uh, those hundreds of people will bail the first minute they don't like it. Because everybody's, you know, for the most part, most people are, you know, human beings were designed to be in very tight-knit groups and selfish. You know, very tribal, I guess. It seems that way. Because it's like, I know a lot of people, but I only know a handful of people. Like, know them, you know, like, the shit they've been through, shit we've been through, uh, ups, downs, lefts, rights, BA starts, you know, all that shit. (laughs) And, you know, so you kind of, I think, I think most people are, you, you get your group. Yeah, in the Western world, because, you know, I don't know, other cultures, like I said, you gotta, you know, some people just live in small communities throughout the world, and they're fine, 100, 200 people, and they're like, we're great, everybody works and pitches in, we're just great, and they're very content and happy. You know, where, like, uh, Western life's like, every man for himself! And then even when you get to the top, you're the only one at that mountain. It's very lonely at the top. So, and this coronavirus crap, you know, fuck it, who cares? If we fucking damn... Just every time. Oh, the coronavirus. There's about five people in the hospital. You know what? Good. When there's like a million people in the hospital, then I might be a little concerned. But other than that, I don't fucking care. Right? A heart attack will take me out before fucking coronavirus will. 
And if I didn't die last year from the sickness that I had, then it ain't gonna kill me. Sorry. Wear your SARS mask and pray. <laughs> Why are you so dark, man? How how could how could I, dude? Okay, let's say that this coronavirus came to you, and your whole neighborhood got infected, right? Let's see how your compassion for humanity. Let's see how far that goes. Would you actually give a shit, or would you just start giving a crap about you and your own? I'm gonna guess you only care about you and your own. No way. I don't know what I would do. I'm like, that's the same kind of answer people would know because they have no idea what would happen until it actually did, which chances are you'd probably be a coward and just protect your own family, which is fine. I'm not saying you're necessarily a coward. I mean, that's totally understandable. I'm just saying don't lie to yourself and be like, no, I would totally give my neighbor Joe some... No, you wouldn't. You would call that group of friends and hang out with them if it was like end of the world scenario. You ever think about that? Like, what if it really was like an apocalypse, a Walking Dead type scenario where everybody just gets sick, like 95% of the population dies and there's just a ha- pockets of people left throughout the world? And you gotta reconnect, reestablish, reorder stuff? Being fucking insane. Do you really want to be a part of that? I don't think I do. I mean, I'm honest with myself. I mean, even if it happened, there's this part of me that wants it to happen, but then there's another part of me that's like, I don't want to survive it. <laughs> but, and it just, and it'd be just my luck, I would. Be like me and this fucking guy named fucking Carl. Huh? Hey, Carl. Fuck me. Oh, God. You and I, we gotta do this. We gotta, we gotta straighten out the rest of the world. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> nah, we'd be dead. <laughs> Wouldn't last very long. That's okay. Um, oh man, so you know it's don't take life for granted, man. Just, just don't. You may go up in a helicopter, but you know, I guess it, we all take these risks. You know, you can't live in fear. It's like it, we can't ever not. You can't not leave your house. You know, you can just like oh, somebody had the balls. To get on a ship once and sail across the ocean to see if there was land. A lot of people died, but the ones that made it paved the way for the rest of us, right? Now here you are sitting in your little cozy room, freaking scrolling through your Tinder profile and jerking off. <laughs> they they made those sacrifices so you can get DoorDash. Oh god. Oh man, the amount of lazy. Like do you really, does it, is it not clear to anybody that, you know, let's say this coronavirus thing goes off the rails and just does start taking out tens of thousands of people? Are you really surprised? You know, we have people who get fucking their food delivered to their house. Uh, oh, that's always, we've always had pizza delivery. I'm like, I'm not talking about pizza. That's been going on for, I'm talking about all restaurant chains now. Like, if you want fucking. Fridays, or what, poor tip, they go pick it up and bring it to your lazy ass. Somebody else, you literally will pay extra money to hire a poor son of a bitch to go get your food and drop it off because you're too goddamn lazy to get in your own fucking car. Or you're too fucking drunk or hammered or high or fucked up that you can't order that. (laughs) 
Weed's legal in Illinois now. Look out. Yeah, and everybody's fucking high, so then, yeah. Wait, I'm just saying, like, I, I, I'm ready either way. I'm either, you know, there's nothing, at, uh, coronavirus. Hooch out, guys. I'm like, yeah. There's a billion and a half fucking people in China. They got to do a little bit better than, like, what, 30, 40 people dead? A hundred? Yeah, well, yeah, I'm not worried. When, when half the nation's sick or dead, then I'd be like, all right, well, fuck, shit's hitting the fan. I guess I better go take some vitamin C and, uh, Say my prayers and get my last rites because we're all fucked. <laughs> uh, well, you know, or it's just blown out of proportion like the media. Either way, I don't care. You know, I, I just don't care. Like, this is why you have to stop watching all major news, all the articles and all the... Just get off of it, folks. Unplug your fucking brain and just pay attention to the world around you, your own community, your own town, your own fucking neighbor. Wouldn't you like to be my neighbor? Hello, neighbor. Because <laughs> your neighbor is going to be your best fucking friend if we all get sick and it becomes the apocalypse, man. You want to know who that person is. Do you know how to handle a gun, Bill? And um, have you ever chopped wood? Do you know how to germinate seeds for crop agricultural gardening, you know, in your own backyard? Do you know how to do that, Bill? Oh, you don't? Does your wife know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Anyway, I'm in a mood. I know. It's just like, it's like, I don't know. I just, I've always seen stuff from like this, just, just this perception of darkness, but yet beauty at the same time. What makes me angry is how people don't see the beauty. Like, people will flock to a person that, like, didn't, what did he do? I said this when Neil Peart died, too, okay? And I rechained, and I'm a music music guy. I love all the old rock and roll and shit like that, right? Neil uh, Peart, sorry. God, I fucking say Peart. It's fucking, um, forgive me. Um, you know? It's like, all right, he, he was, a, he, for those involved in music and drumming and aspiring musicians, he was their guy, right? Same thing with Kobe Bryant in basketball. I get it. He was their guy. And to all the other people who watch it, who never threw a fucking basketball in their life. So, but it is really sad for his family, man. You know, I, I'm joking about this because I do jokes when this kind of stuff happens. It's what I do. It's what I've always done. It's what I'm good at. It's what I will continue to do. And it's exactly the thoughts that come into my mind because I have no problem being honest about what I think about things. Can't you just be this? No, I can't. I am not the way you want me to be because you think that's appropriate. I don't know. What's appropriate mean anyway for anybody's behavior, right? I don't know, you know? Like, the people most affected by him dying and his daughter or his wife and their sisters, brother, all his kids, they're going to be, they're fucking devastated. Like, they're the ones feeling the pain right now. You didn't feel no goddamn pain. I hate that. Something weird about people mourning for people like they don't know. And like, but then again, oh, if he was, he was an inspiration. I'm like, I, yeah, 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 I don't know, I guess. Coronavirus. 
Better take your vitamin C and your your emergencies, guys, and get stocked up on the water because it's coming. No, it's not. Stop, stop being afraid. Everything's fine. You know, everything's fine. And if it's not fine, you know, nature, God, the world, the cosmos, the laws of karma have their way of clearing out bullshit. So stop being scared. And if you're scared, you're probably part of the bullshit. So you got to go. <laughs> so just accept it and go with grace and some dignity and you'll be fine. Oh, boy. Okay, this has been too morbid. But, uh, you know, rest in peace, Kobe and your daughters. You know, it is, your troubles are over. I envy you a little bit. So, yeah, you don't hear that one. Envy of people who just died in tragic accidents. I go, ah, because it was quick, easy, and unexpected, you know? Isn't that kind of a good way to go out? Have you ever thought about it that way? Instead of being like 95 You've been shitting your pants for the last decade. You can barely walk. You're in pain every day. You know what's coming, but every day you wake up and you're still like, ah, fuck. You know, isn't it a little bit better to just kind of like randomly just go and you don't think about it, especially if you're on top? I mean, what else could you have done? You know, millionaire, got kids, had the family. They're all good. Uh, You're good. The life is good. You had kids. The circle's complete. You're fine. You know? Isn't it a little bit better to go that way? I don't know, just a thought, people. Just a thought, if you're listening. Fucking people stopped listening 20 minutes ago, probably, because they don't like hearing something outside of the comfort. People are so soft. So goddamn soft. And I grew up pretty like a normal, (laughs) as normal as you can fucking get kind of family, man. And uh, people are just soft today. Too soft you got to have a balance of sensitive compassion for other human beings. Uh, you know, the feminine side, and you, but you got to have the masculine side, too. It has to be balanced. Can't go, you can't swing too far either way because then it just it becomes, like I've said before, either Viking rape-murdering everybody, male dominance, and then female, everybody's a winner. Let's all talk about, uh, uh, nobody, uh, uh, we're all leaders here. Like, no, you're not. Yo, I'm not. You know, I don't pretend to be something I'm not. You, you can't be something you're not. You know what I mean? And the quicker you accept that in your life, dude, life will be so much better for you. So rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. I'm going to get out of here and, you know, God bless his family. I really hope, uh, yeah, I hope they can get, they'll heal from this. It's going to take a long time and it's fucking, it's devastating. So, you know, my, my thoughts and prayers to you guys, honestly, you know, not just joking anymore. Cause that is, it is pretty fucked up. <laughs> It's pretty fucked up that, uh, you know, you go out like that. And when there's something else, people are saying they saw the plane blow. Oh, dude, this is why you got to wait a couple days for shit to come out and just fucking, you know, I'm a skeptic at heart too, but if you question literally everything from a man from experience, you will. You will be the one who gets driven insane, not the rest of the world. And it's a painful price to be alone on top of that mountain, you know, being right. So trust me on that one, folks. All right. Be sure to uh, share this, comments, subscribe to my SoundCloud. Also find me on iTunes, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you know, all the soul-sucking devices. 
that teach us to not think for ourselves and to get us, oh, I don't know, DoorDash because you're too goddamn lazy to get off your fucking ass. You can't even boil water to make macaroni and cheese, but you can call somebody to order food. Oh, I'm sorry, not call somebody. You order it online. You don't even you don't even see their face until they drop off their fucking food, and then you tip them. Ugh. God, don't take yourself too seriously, folks. Were you born an asshole, or did you work it in your whole life? Either way, it worked out fine. Cause you're an